hello guys welcome to run planet 365 and you know today we're gonna talk about um, and and about having two different sort of PRs and and two different type of efforts in general uh, hot versus cold weather conditions and it's gonna be kind of a you know a different take upon this episode or this discussion um, I think a lot of times, you know, we, we just look at things uh, as one, but, you know, the conditions always change. And so that I wanted to really focus on and explain um, how I always divide my personal bests and my in training and, and um, you know, how I train differently in the heat versus cold. And also, you know, how I consider what my best times are based on that. So to, to start off with something important is obviously uh, everybody is going to be affected by the heat when you start training uh, when you if you're not um, used to it and the correct word would be acclimatized which is takes at least two weeks uh, but you can never even if you acclimatize very good you can still never become the best of the best you cannot get best effort out in the heat because the conditions are not perfect if you start to involve, you know, humidity and, and, and other, you know, components, then you're really, you know, facing an uphill battle. And so that I kind of wanted to talk about, like, dividing your personal best times into two fields. And I'm sure nobody's ever done that, uh, but I always do it because I am not going to compare my personal best times or half marathons marathons or whatever do you want call it uh, like in hot weather conditions and cold weather conditions right uh especially if the distance is anything longer than 5k i definitely use this uh, technique and and i definitely take advantage of like you know just so that way if it's hot weather at least I'm gonna go out there and just try to improve my personal best on hot weather days that whatever I have a run in my life I'm not gonna go out there and try to beat my cold weather half marathon PR in a hot weather day I mean it's never gonna happen and you know that way you'll you'll just be way off your personal best way off everything so I always tell people I said look it's best just to you know focus on you know divide your PRs whether it's half marathon marathon 10k whatever you have and 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 then divide them like one is like when the weather is for example is 62 and below or 60 and below that is uh, my uh, whatever the threshold you want to put it, that is my uh, cold weather PRs when it's 62 to like 85 or 62 plus that is my uh, hot weather PRs right and then and then also once you've got done that and then create that profile for yourself and look at it and say wow huh I'm am I really good in cold running am I really good in heat or am I just neutral you know and that way you're gonna be able to learn another like little trick about yourself and you're gonna determine hey are you you know how good of a heat runner or cold runner are you so in my case I'm definitely uh, you know a cold kind of a runner right so I like cold weather 
my body responds extremely well to cold weather and it does not respond well in hot weather so if I give you some examples and then you can compare versus like minute wise oh okay maybe it's comparable to you or not like my half marathon best in the cold weather or ever is 106.50 in 33 degrees 32 so that's my perfection weather right about that you know zero degrees celsius or 33 35 fahrenheit um versus honestly i'm trying to think like and i'm gonna say like i said i'm gonna say that if it's 62 and above i'm gonna call that like a hot weather okay anything 62 and below i'm gonna give itself given those cold conditions so and my best for the half marathon I do believe it's like 111 guys so I am about five minutes slower uh, in the heat than I am in uh, in in, in um, colder conditions you know and to me that also translates very important aspect in summer training in summer so I automatically know that I will be a little bit slower in the summer than I am in winter or fall. So I try not to run any marathons or any important races in the summer if it's like a half marathon or marathon, but you know, if it's shorter that's fine. But I try to just spend the summer working on some speed, base, and things like that just to get through the months. Um, so I, I try to figure out what's the best way, you know, to for me to take advantage of this situation or, you know, whatever that's the case. In That is the case in my scenario. And I don't really have any other choice, okay? So I basically just have to... Um, you know do the best that I can now if it's a marathon I uh, also it just gets pretty much worse you know so I, I, I pretty much if my best is 223 then my best hot marathon is I, I can't even recall it but I think it's 237 in, in like Ohio one time or something like that so if you really look, uh, look at it it gets even worse right uh, it now gets I add uh, 14 minutes okay so it's just it's it, it's it's really bad for me you know um, what happens and I want to talk about you know not so much that why it's bad or if, if that's you know that's what happens but let's talk about it why could it happen and if you're one of those people that are like me that you know uh, that you maybe grew up in the colder conditions you never even know what humidity is or or anything like that you never know where everybody grew up it's more like related to you know where you grew up so of course i grew up in eastern europe latvia and, and we didn't have anything like humid or anything like that so the first time when i came to the united states when i was 12 years old i really like learned what the humidity was and, and you know how to deal with it of course i never became like perfect at it you know I still struggle up to this day and it's just something that I don't know people say you know it's just you know you get used to it and and for me it's just something so difficult like I just feel like it's like 
very very hard uh, to get used to it or, or something that um, sorry so somebody was driving that we're not more going on a green light was trying to be very patient um, so yeah it's 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 it definitely it can affect your training guys and, and heading into summer right now it will affect your training right even if you're like the guy or the girl that you know doesn't suffer as much then you know lucky you but you still will be you know slower than what you are in your optimal conditions and some people are just better in the heat than they are in the cold and you know what that's when those people should be trying to take advantage of their races try to take advantage of their season but what i what i've done is when it comes to heart rate training in hot conditions and what how i change my things is basically i structure my my um you know training or pr or all of those based on like you know if it's if i am doing a, a five mile tempo run in cold conditions i know that i'm going to be more closer to my you know colder condition pr so if i'm in good shape but if i'm uh, doing a workout and outside is like right now it's showing me 93 degrees let's just say i was going to go run a workout even right now obviously i was going to be a lot slower with the same heart rate what would happen is we call it cardiac drift okay after about a mile or two what would happen is my heart rate would shoot up more than usual past the threshold and my pace would slow down and my heart rate would not come down okay the body that is trying to heat cool itself down and and, and basically it just the way it works out is that you're not able to to be at your heart rate that you usually are for your tempo runs um so yeah anyways guys it's kind of a you know one of those things that it's worth to talk about and to see you know if it if it affects you and 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 how you can fix that and stuff like that so i definitely think that you should have a wider range in so if, if I'm running 5, 10 pace for tempos in the cold weather, uh, let's say I might even run 5.30 pace in very hot weather, right? And the effort might be the same or it might even be harder to run 5.30s in the, cold, in the hot weather for me. So obviously I become one energy system slower in the summer. So to me, to me that's a disadvantage. That's huge disadvantage, right? So... I have to figure out basically I say well okay you know that also figures out why I was never successful in, in um, 50k's both of my 50k's the weather conditions were in world championships that I competed were really hot one was in Doha it was ridiculously hot and the other one was not as hot but it became hot so obviously you know you you either gonna figure out a way to get better or you just don't face those issues at all and you you know switch your training so that's the dilemma that i always have you know a lot of times uh, championship races are held in in uh, weather conditions that are not optimal and you don't go for times but all you're really trying to do is um just basically compete for the place and sometimes you know 
when it's hot, I forget just about pace or anything like that. And I just compete for place because remember, uh, you know, that's why it's important to, you know, to understand that if it's going to be hot outside, more likely that you're not going to PR or run at your best. So you have to have some range where you can at least give yourself a shot that you train. Maybe you're not, maybe if you push all the time and try to do your, like hit your paces or heart rate, um, you know, like effort higher big in, a, in the summer and you try to run like your cold weather conditions PRs then you're not gonna hit it or you're gonna make it like a race and, and you're really gonna suffer in training so what I always do is I tell people I say look just train on a slower end you know if it's really hot like honestly I, I would say if it's extremely hot just go into the gym and just do the workout on a treadmill well, like it's what's the big deal I used to do it all the time. Like right now, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm driving and looking at my weather in front of my car inside here and saying 95 degrees outside. I mean, that's ridiculous. And I know some of you actually probably live in this or, or experience this quite often. But for, for I imagine right now doing a workout. I mean, this is ridiculous. I even went outside just for my easy five miles and it, it became already like, you know, the heart rate went up in a cardiac drift and, you know, I just f pretty much figure out that, hey, you know, switch off the evening with versus morning run because, you know, in the evening at least I can wait for the sun to pass. I can go to the forest or, you know, as long as the sun is not out, even if it's hot, that just like you lose one component and you become a little bit better. So, yeah, guys, if, if you really struggle in running in a heat, uh, what what I can suggest is obviously, you know, it's not that we can just eliminate that aspect, but we can say, well, there are a lot of benefits um, to running in the heat and then, you know, that we can become mentally tougher and so on. Yeah, of course we can become mentally tougher, but obviously, you know, it's better if you can just train an environment that, you know, you, you have like perfect conditions like that, that California environment is always great, you know, like for the most part. Uh, you know, maybe like 60 in the morning, you know, 75 during the day, you know, like that 60 or 58 in the morning feels beautiful. Um, ju just, you know, I raced in California, you know, San Jose or San Diego, like that type of like 60, 61, it, it's kind of manageable because it's not no humidity and it feels kind of still, it's kind of still feels hot, but it's more like manageable and it doesn't feel like you're overheating too much versus like if you get that like Chicago heat and humidity or um, you get like uh, you know the Florida humidity and, and heat it's just brutal it is really brutal guys um, but anyway what what I really want to focus here on what 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 can we do well what can we do we can first of all we need to hydrate better right if we hydrate a lot more then we'll be one step ahead you know take an electrolyte uh, some kind of a drink once in a while maybe if, if, if you do have to run in the heat out there and you have to do a workout you know find a shady loop maybe have you know a water there so you can take it all the time kind of take extra precaution because because it's it's really important that that uh, you know that we take extra precaution and that we don't kill ourselves. Like instead of sometimes saying, hey, if you can't go inside, 
and you have to run outside and you got a tempo run why don't you just do instead of running you know 30 minutes straight up you can do six times mile with like 30 second rest or 45 seconds just to give yourself enough so that we, you don't you don't you don't like over overreach in training or sometimes because of the heat because it, it is you know some people are really good at the heat and and there you know those are the people that are gonna be winning gold medals and bringing championships home at a world-class stage and you know it's a skill it really is a skill and I would say that the Africans are really good at running in the heat right like Jane doesn't really once she gets used to the heat she doesn't mind running in the heat versus me uh, I'm pretty bad at running in the heat you know once it gets to a certain certain like I told you guys you know heat I'm, I'm pretty bad anything above and, and if you involve humidity then I guess that could even spoil anybody's anybody's attempt you know so it is tougher to run on um, you know what I'm what we also need to look at not only the weather but sometimes we need to look at the dew point and so basically there was a way every day that you go online or or there's a calculator I used to have or I can tell like scores I would do I would just put in the, the weather and then I would find out the dew point and then add like let's say if it's like 70 plus 70 you get like 140 points and then you'd be like okay that's like a three or four percent adjustment which is 12 to 13 seconds per mile so you need to adjust when it comes to racing training because um, you know optimal weather that we studied before in training or in racing was about 42 degrees so that was like if the world record attempt was gonna be happening uh, you know pretty much I said anywhere from 42 to like 52 is like the best type of um, you know weather to to go for for uh, PRs anything after 60 we start becoming a little bit slower so up to 60 it does not affect uh, your race performance um, but after that guys after 60 61 especially if you're starting at 60 and you're ending at 70 you will be slower maybe not by much maybe some won't be at all but but just you gotta know that like, hey especially if you're preparing for a fall marathon what's always gonna be happening is like I always look at it well the heat can be they call it a poor man's altitude because you do get better when you run in the heat you produce more like red blood cells kind of like similar way but just in a different way like you get more something with plasma I don't know I don't know fully detailed but I know for sure that and I'll look into it maybe I'll cover that but basically by running in the heat like or by going and taking saunas once or twice a week you, you increase increase your plasma and that kind of helps with the red blood cells it's kind of like the similar effect of altitude right uh, I don't know exactly if it's um, you know I used to be going to saunas back in the day I don't go now so I don't know exactly by how much percentage that improves but but just but just remember that, that there is advantages of suffering and running in the heat and when you get heat like you get acclimatized and get used to the heat and then when you go when you go to 
to the race and the temperature drops, you know, to 40s, 50s, you do really feel like coming down from altitude. It's the same effect. So everybody always knows that if you can get through the summer training, if you can get through all the brutal months, you arrive in, uh, you know, in early September and maybe, and you get that beautiful weather when the fall starts changing, you know. So that's why I always say, you know, honestly, a really good time in America if you're gonna train for like a December marathon is the best case scenario. I've learned that I've even enjoyed it training when I was preparing my wife, Jane, um, for the Valencia last year. I, I thought the timing worked out perfectly because in the summer we were able to relax a little bit, you know, not have any specific schedules. We went to Europe, we did a lot of races there, but kind of like for fun, shorter, you know, just kind of more on vacation mode. Then you come back and you attack you know you got september october november to prepare and they're all amazing months for running because you know the heat is for the most part is gone you're now having the you know 50 60 40s degree weather and really before it starts to get bad in december the season is already over so december marathon is really good way to prepare because the weather is to your advantage now also of course that doesn't mean that you cannot prepare for chicago or berlin as that's you know it's still normal you can you, you'll just if you live in the united states you know for the most part it's gonna be hot it's gonna be you just gotta treat it as maybe mini altitude or something or you know know that there will be light at the end of the tunnel and maybe you get used to it and maybe it doesn't even affect you as much and you know you anyway at the end of the day you're gonna get more efficient you have heart rate monitor so you know where to push when not to push so obviously if you know that you can get a better workout in the morning uh, that versus then at night or in the day I always do is what I always do is I try to determine like once I look at my schedule and I know that I'm in the summer I try to determine where am I gonna be doing these workouts if the weather is in 90s for example every single week and I look at like the weather and I say okay we're looking at 90s every day okay I kind of adjust my training plans because I try to I try to figure out well what, what's my best way of doing this workout should I do it in the evening should I do it in the morning when am I gonna be able to do the best I've learned that for me it works the best if it's hard I'm just gonna if I don't go to gym I just wait for the evening I'm going to have my best performance around 7 p.m. Uh, or 6 p.m. When the, when the sun is down and even if it's hot, I'm still going to have my best performance versus running even in the morning, even if I, I'm not the 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. person. I don't know. I've never been one. Uh, maybe I was one younger, but I now uh, value, not that it's, it's my personal choice, but I value recovery too much. So I do sleep... Uh, from 10 to 7 every day so I try to do nine hours and and to me I find when I get nine hours that's when my body feels the best and I've learned you know I could even do honestly 9 30 to 6 30 would work well it doesn't really matter if I went to sleep at 9 I can wake up at 6 it's perfect but what I'm trying to always do is put nine hours in in my sleep and obviously if I could do it uh, if I had time, I would try to take naps as well. One more nap at like 30 to 40 minutes midday would really, you know, 
helped me to become even more recovered. I always tell people, I say, you know, it's, it's not the training, it's the recovery, guys. You know, the better you can recover, the better you're going to be because we all are going to do the training. And if you do the same training as I do, but I recover better, right, or vice versa, if you recover better than me, you're going to be faster than me, you know, if we're the same kind of like talent-wise. So because you've recovered better and now you've adapted and you've become stronger. So kind of, kind of really important, guys, to... Focus a little bit on, on that sleep, okay? I, I know that it's something that we are always doing or, and doing things, but, but sleep is very important, right? That's probably the most important part of our lives, right? We end up sleeping 33% of our lives. <laughs> Imagine that. But without that 33%, we would not have the other 66. So we have to sleep, and if you don't sleep, Everybody knows that you know what happens when you don't sleep one to two nights in a row. Everything starts to go not so great. You get irritated, you get mad, you, your training suffers, and so on. You know, that's just from one or two nights. You know, sleep is something that, you know, this is our body needs the recovery. If we don't get the recovery, then there's no improvement, and so on. So, plan, 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 guys. You know, if it's really hot, figure out a way when to run, what works best for you, learn more about your body. Like I said, record your times, record your race times and see, are you better in, you know, are you a cold runner weather? Are you a middle or a hot? Because there are some people, believe it or not, and I admire them, that are, that are that not get slower in the heat at all. The people that grew up like from beginning, probably in the heat, I guarantee you are the people that are just says, oh, I love the 70s and 80s and 90s. I love it. And I just, I wish I had that skill and I don't have that skill. I always tell Jane, you know, I said, if there's one skill I wish I always had, that would be to my advantage. It would be to be able to run in the heat, but I cannot. And, but I still try my best, guys. It's just, you know, like... There are certain things that it's just not in your mind. It's just a physical thing. And I don't care what people say, you know, it's all in your mind. It's not in my mind. I have a statistics to things to back up. I've run marathons uh, or half marathons at like 170 heart rate in summer and I've gotten like 112. And I've run half marathons in winter with 161 heart rate and gotten like 67, like five minutes slower with 10 beats lower so I'm definitely definitely suffering out there in uh, anything about 60 you know 62 degrees it's I know I'm gonna be a my my I reach my threshold heart rate within one mile and it just keeps going up and up and and I'm just really in a suffer suffer mode uh, the whole race there's nothing that I can do about it except to just become tougher more mentally and just you know, try to say, hey, you know, improve your hot weather PR, and, and that's how I get my satisfaction. That's how I, I judge my improvement, and I know I don't compare the two because the two are two different things, cold and warm. So in this episode, all I wanted to do is, guys, I, I wanted you to think outside of the box and kind of just compare yourself and say, hey, are you, which runner are you? Or, you know, put your hot times and cold times and, and just look at it, each other, analyze it. And then also determine, uh, do you like enjoy training better in winter? Do you train better in summer? When are you in best shape? You know, because we all during 12 weeks, 
or 12 months, sorry, a year, we're not going to be in the best shape all the time. What, what happens with the body is we always go up, down, up, down, sometimes it's really down. So at some point, our body doesn't like something. So some bodies don't like the heat. Some bodies don't like the cold. Like, I don't like the heat. So I know that my worst shape usually is in summer. I wouldn't say it's worse, but just my worst worst shape is probably in summer. The, it's harder for me to to be at my best in the summer because of the, every day feels like it's I'm, I'm, I'm going against the, the heat, okay? And it's especially if you're involved humidity, then I, I really uh, go out there and suffer double extra. Um, but look, it's I always say one important thing. It's always important to be honest to yourself and, you know, just it is what it is, you know, like you cannot be good at everything. And uh, you know, being grateful for whatever you're good at and whatever you're bad at, you can still improve and just keep doing your best and just adjust, guys, you know, adjust. Think as a heat is another another um, you know aspect component that you know could make your training harder and can can help you become better when it's come training to to run races and also think of that you know it's you're going to be faster when it comes in a fall weather and stuff like that and that you don't have to always train at a high-end pace especially if the conditions are not in your favor just do your best you know Put the heart, where, heart rate zones where it needs to be. Keep them in there. And if you're slower, 30 to 40 seconds, you know what? So be it. You're not going to be that slow. Think of it that, like this way. Think of being up in a mountain. When you come down in three months, when it's going to be cool again, you're going to be flying. So look, got to look at it in, in, in that different way. Okay? Thank you so much for enjoying this episode. And I hope that you've learned something about heat. And whether you're a heat runner or cold runner or whatever you are but i hope that you got something out of it and it was kind of a interesting episode something that we don't really discuss much talk much but definitely you know it's 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 that time that we talk about heat especially if i'm sitting here with 93 degrees outside so have a great day guys bye bye